Hi Craniacs, Ryan here. If this week's episode isn't enough Fraser Crane for you, Laurel and I had the pleasure of guesting on the Editing Bay podcast recently. So head on over there and you'll hear us talk about 2006's X-Men The Last Stand, starring Kelsey Grammer and a lot of makeup and even more chest hair than usual. One warning, the Editing Bay is a little more risque than our program, so if you're Laurel's parents, maybe skip it this time, okay? Until then, enjoy this week's session. Are you hello-ing me, or are we starting? I, I, no, I'm, I'm hello-ing you. You said it in but such a, like, hello, Craig. Not our listeners yet. I'm not like, to them. I was like, oh, we're going. Oh, hey, uh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Um, so I, you know that I re-listen to our episodes, uh, especially if I edit them. I listen to see if there's any, like, mistakes that I made in, like, editing. <laughs> it's so funny, because I don't at all. I know. I know you don't. Um, and so I'm basically the only quality control we have. Um, but anyway, I, our last episode, of when I was listening to it, we talk about the impending Oscar nominations. And I've listened to several podcasts now with some thoughts on the Oscar nominations. And I've realized how disappointed I am with the nominations this year. Um, I know you don't like to hear me say this because I, it, it makes it sound like I wouldn't want to come to your Oscar party, which I, I definitely would but i i just yeah i just find myself not caring well it's it's funny because i feel like you and tara are in such a great position to see all of the movies since you have that movie movie pass we've draft seen house. most of them i feel yes. like yeah yes and i think that's like telling that you've seen a lot of the movies and you're like eh, the ones that they're like praising you're not super overwhelmed I'm, g- I'm gonna bring it up real quick so so we can look at we'll do kind of like a comparison of what either of us has seen this is also Welcome Craniacs to Laurel and Ryan figure out what movies they're going to see together soon. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you and Tara have seen all the movies. Oh, we've so seen I most feel like of there's... them. So yeah, we, when the ones we haven't seen, I know you've seen because you saw Parasite and we haven't seen that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't see Ford versus Ferrari. We wanted to. We recently saw The Irishman. Really liked it. It's worth seeing. It's worth seeing. It's nice on Netflix because you can pause it and go do something and come back. But uh-huh. I, as, I, as I jokingly said to other people, it... At three and a half hours long, it still feels shorter than... Uh, at three and a half hours long, it still feels shorter than uh, with The Wolf of Wall Street to me. Uh, which I was interminable. Uh, Jojo Rabbit... I actually don't know that I ever finished The Wolf of Wall Street. Here's the thing. There's a point in the... It keeps turning me all the way up. It goes... I'm like 52 and it's like, how about 87%? Anyway, this thing sucks and I hate it. Um, we uh what was i gonna say there's a point halfway through wolf of wall street where legitimately you can you can stop and i and i and i like the movie up until that point um it's an old movie so i'll talk about it uh the quaaludes fight where like they're both on quaaludes and i I thought that was great everything after that feels like most martin scorsese movies have that ending that's like here's what happened to everybody Frankie went to jail. Joey No Nuts flew out to Arizona, and then Marie found herself buried in the ground. Like, and it's like, okay. And that movie is like, what if instead of a quick montage of what happened to all the characters, we slowly just showed you everything that happened? I I didn't I, like it at all. Th- this really makes. So wait, I'm sorry. Are we talking about Wolf of Wall Street? Wolf of or Wall Irishman? Street. Irishman w- okay. was very slow, but it was metered out in a way that at, even when it was slow, I was very interested in what was happening. Well, I, so I don't plan on seeing The Irishman. The only way I would see it is if it actually won Best Picture because I do have a life goal to see every Best Picture winner. So, <laughs> okay. um, so like, for example, I never saw Birdman. And when that won Best Picture, I still haven't seen it. I've tried to watch it. And I just think it's so ridiculous within the first 20 minutes that I can't watch it. Right. But um, I to, to get back to this year's like Oscar nominees, um, with the fact that both Irishman and Marriage Story are on Netflix, I feel like it's almost... A boon because it means there's a chance I would see them, but a, a disservice because when I'm sitting in the comfort of my own living room, I'm distracted by a million things. Mm-hmm. So I did watch Marriage Story, and I, at one point I was like, "What's this movie got? Like 30 minutes left?" And I hit pause, and I was only an hour and 15 minutes in, and I had an hour left. I was like, "Oh, okay." It's so like I hit pause, and I went to bed, and I watched finished it the next day. Not to spoil anything, but I recently did that with a movie called X Men: The Last Stand, <laughs> where I was like. <laughs> How much is left in this movie? Uh, we'll get into why later. Uh, did you like yes. Marriage Story at the end of the day? Um, 
So it reminded, I, I couldn't put my finger on something it reminded me of, and then I realized it a few days later. It reminds me of the late 70s Best Picture winner, Kramer versus Kramer, mm. which is about Dustin Hoffman and Meryl Streep as a married couple who've split up. It's very heavily focused on Dustin Hoffman because in the movie, Meryl Streep actually just abandons them. Um, and it's very much like, you know, dads, it was, it was a time when like moms got all the custody, you know, during a divorce and stuff like that. So I think it's kind of showing how, you know, a man can have primary custody of his kid and like kind of like muddle through that and everything. But it reminded me a lot of that and that it just kind of glorifies Adam Driver's like role in the family the whole time. It, like I kept waiting for it to switch perspectives and be Scarlett Johansson's like side of the story and you get her side of the story throughout, but like it's never told from really her perspective. Mm. I, so, I have no interest in seeing it just because of the subject matter, to be 100% honest. Um, I, I just don't want to watch a marriage fall apart. Well, and the, the, the good thing is the marriage is already falling apart when the movie starts. Hooray! Yeah, <laughs> so it's just two hours of the marriage. Like, Yeah, and if anything, it made you like realize how expensive divorce is. Yeah, but, um, I just, I just, yeah. Tara, I think, wants to, she's also downstairs currently watching the... Uh, Adam Driver hosted SNL, and previous to me getting on this call, I just keep hearing, like, laughing downstairs. Everyone's like, a text, it's like, don't watch this skit without me, because there's, like, Star Wars stuff, and she's, like, oh, trying to make did sure. He, did he host the, the new one that was on last night? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, have you seen Little Women? I have. Okay, we haven't seen that. Have you seen 1917? Whoa, 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 no, whoa. No, listen, I'm just planning. Women. 1917. Okay. I, I, oh, yeah, so I've seen Little Women, but, like, listeners, it, it, it was perhaps my favorite movie of 2019. I saw it with my parents over Christmas, and all three of us cried. Um, it was, it's just, it's it's wonderful. I'm, Even if you're like, well, I didn't like the book. Okay, I don't know anybody who, like, loved the book. But if you <laughs> like the 1995 Winona Ryder version, I think, I, which I really like, um, and I didn't realize how well I remembered until I was watching this movie, you'll, I think you'll still really like this one. Um, okay, yeah, so in terms of planning Cross Little Women off the list, I can't see that with you and Tara because I've already seen it. 1917? No, I haven't seen it, but I don't know that I want to see it. I thought you wanted to see all these. There's just Antonio Banderas, the one that he's uh, up for for... Yes. I've never even heard of that. Um, I think it's... Is it Pedro Almodovar, who's the director? Uh, let's click on more info. Uh, it's not nominated for Best Picture, though. It's not uh, saying, yeah. Have y'all seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Yes. Okay, well, that was like the one that I was... That and Jojo Rabbit are the two that I want to try to see in theaters. Um which I know you've seen both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really want to see Joker unless it wins Best Picture, and then I have to see it. And that's kind of how I feel about 1917. If Joker wins Best Picture, I still don't know that you should see it. I liked it. I'm also a big comic book fan. I was also... I liked it better than I thought it would, because I was like, this is going to be... You know, I, I all the politics behind it and all that, I was kind of... And I think Joaquin should absolutely be up for Best Actor for that role he does a great job it's a really great performance in a movie like that was me Mm. shrugging for everyone (laughs) yeah there is there is one other character that i was shocked wasn't up for so there's a part where i mean you don't want me to spoil anything do you no i don't there's a there's another character who does a very like scared performance and it was the most authentic like terrified like Mm -hmm. confused performance and it's this one scene we'll see if you see it when it happens but i was like i was immediately like that was my favorite part in the whole movie is this poor this this poor character just like and and if you see it if you decide not to see it let me know and we'll talk about it but anyway yeah um i mean it's probably one of those like when it hits amazon prime i would watch it i don't know that i want to pay money to go see it in the theater however i find it funny that if it wins best picture bradley cooper will have finally won an oscar because he's a producer on the movie so that's wins best picture he gets an oscar yeah, uh, when I was watching the nominations, they were like, producers, Todd Phillips and Bradley Cooper. And I was like, what? It's so weird. Did you know that Leonardo DiCaprio produced the uh, Richard Jewell movie? No. Isn't that weird? Like, he was talking about, I saw. I listened to his Mark, him and Brad Pitt were on Mark Maron's WTF. And they, he was talking about that. good things about that episode. It's, it's funny because, number one, I never realized till that episode how much Leonardo DiCaprio sounds like Kurt Russell to me. Oh, Which I know okay. is weird, but just I'm just sitting there. I'm like, he sounds. It doesn't like it. Like Brad Pitt has a very distinctive voice, and I think Leonardo DiCaprio. This isn't a, a criticism of him, but I think he has an acting voice, and I think he has mm-hmm. a talking voice. And I don't know that I've not, I've actually heard his normal voice a whole lot. Whereas Brad Pitt is, I'm Brad Pitt. 
I'm also this character. I'm also like not, he just doesn't do a lot with his voice. I think he's a good actor yeah. and everything, but he has a very distinctive voice. And Leonardo DiCaprio is like, this is interesting. Like Mark Maron has a very distinctive voice. Brad Pitt has a very distinctive voice. If you played that and never told me who the third person was, I'd be like, they got in a time machine and they found Kurt Russell. <laughs> It's funny you say that because I've had many personal conversations with Leonardo DiCaprio, so I feel like I know his personal voice. Oh, you know, you know, Brad Pitt called him LDC. I was like, oh, he got that from me. Hi, Craniacs. <laughs> Hello, Seattle. <laughs> this is Craniacs. I'm Ryan. I'm Laurel. And we're the Craniacs. We get together and we talk about Laurel's illustrious. Uh, Star friends, her her Hollywood. I don't. I don't like to name liaisons. You know, one of the best things, a piece of advice I ever got from Tom Hanks was just it's <laughs> never classy to name drop. So, oh man, I'll send you this video later. There's a one of my favorite things with Tom Hanks is there's a. Uh, you ever watch the Graham Norton show on on YouTube? Or no, clips from it? Uh, I, I've uh, that's a British guy, right? Yeah. yeah. No, I've watched one episode. Um, at some friends of mine who were British at their house and it was um anyway I've seen one episode and I loved it and I was like I should watch more of this it's, anyway. I'll start post sending you tons of clips but there's one with Tom Hanks Peter Capaldi who played uh one of the latest Doctor Who's mm-hmm. who also won a Oscar for best short film the same year Hanks won for Forrest Gump and then there's oh. there's Stephen Williams who's like a, a, a comedian, and and Capaldi and Hanks keep going off about the Oscars, how great it is. And then they're like, "Have you ever been to the Oscars?" Like, "No, why would I go to the Oscars?" And then they're like, "Oh, then why are you here? What's the what's the the the, the they start like kind of making fun of them. They're like, "Yo, you should go. It's great. Oh, isn't it great? Yeah, they give you all this free stuff." And the third guy's just looking around like, "What are what like what's going <laughs> on here?" It's really good. It's a good story, like how they got it and everything. But I'll send that out anyway. Um, yeah, so this is, you may think this is a, a podcast about the Oscars. It is not. It is about the show Frasier. And uh, every week we get together and we talk about two-ish episodes. Uh, this week is no different. Uh, we've got, what is it, The Voyage of the Damned. We are on season five right now. And we will be talking about The Voyage of the Damned and My Fair Frasier. Uh, Laurel, Correct. do you have a... I have a Hulu synopsis. Oh, yeah. I always forget we're on Hulu. Okay. Yeah, we are now. Because now I'm watching um, commercials and I'm like, boo. I mean, boo yeah, Valtrex. Upgrade. Boo whatever else. Up, possible. Upgrade to that Hulu Plus Ugh. and you'll be living that commercial free life like me. Ugh. Anyway, episode six Voyage of the Damned. To take Niles' mind off his marital problems, Frazier invites him on an Alaskan cruise, but neglects to tell Niles he's also invited Maris as a surprise. I don't think these are going to be as much fun anymore because I think Hulu puts in the effort to actually give you yes. the entirety of the. Also, I would say that this this description actually said too much. Like, oh, it spoils right, right. that Maris is going to be there. So um... That was a surprise to me because at the point where the waiter comes up and goes, that woman down there bought you a drink, I'm like, I thought the point of the episode was going to be like, Niles just has on the high seas. Niles is a chick magnet for some reason. Well, you are trapped on that boat with just the people on the was, boat. Oh, so. Laurel. Oh, here it is. Never mind. I was going to say we got to get my notes because I wrote a bit of notes for this, and I know oh, this same is same here. Well, I know this is something that you're going to be interested to talk about because you're you love to cruise. I love to cruise, and you might so be thinking much. that means one thing, but in fact, what it means is. <laughs> Uh, it, it means that I get regular emails from Royal Caribbean and Carnival asking me to come back. Um, as a matter of fact, last year... Uh, okay, so to, to back up a little bit, the first cruise I ever went on was a... Uh, my parents can corroborate this. I think a 10-day Alaskan cruise. It was either 8 or 10 days So that I went on with my parents. So when they went on this cruise, I was like, oh, really? I also don't remember this episode. Oh, really? <laughs> so, I was I was shocked that you, A, didn't remember it, and B, weren't like... Here we go. It's the cruise episode. I've got oh, thoughts no, on I, cruises. So, so I, in the past three years, I've gone on, on a cruise, um, a long weekend cruise with a set of friends, one of whom hates podcasts. He's like, I can never get into podcasts. He won't listen to Craniacs because he's like, I don't listen to podcasts. I never watched Frasier. I texted him last night and I was like, there's an episode of Frasier that who is it takes place on a cruise. Clark. Um, I've always said Clark is the worst, and now I don't have to worry about it because he doesn't listen. <laughs> well, he's going to listen to this episode. Uh, what? Why? Clark is great. I'm going to change it so it's like, Clark is the best. Like, <laughs> He asked, he said, will that be covered on a craniac? And I was like, the next episode. He was like, I said, does that mean you'll listen? And he was like, all signs point to yes. I'm leaving it in there because I'm willing to bet he doesn't. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, if anything, it'll guarantee it'll be the last one he listens to. But... um. <laughs> 
What, what if he I shuts thought, it off there? <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, he's gonna want to hear what I have to say about cruises. Um, I, I mean, like, I, I don't know. I have so much to say about cruises and this episode that I don't know, like, where to even start. Like, my, my mind is everywhere. Um. Okay. Well, as someone who's never been on a cruise, maybe I can try and like focus you a little bit. So, where was this cruise in the? In, this was to Alaska. This cruise in the episode is to Alaska. And you've been sense. on a 10-day one to Alaska, you said? That was your first yes. one? Yes. I mean, I want to say it was 10 days. It was 8 or 10 days. And it left from Seattle. So um, I've been on this exact cruise. How old uh, were you the, when you went? I was 19. Okay. So um, when, you're on, when you're on, I'm going to keep referring to it as the high seas. When you're on right. the high seas, like, is it like international waters? Are they letting you drink? At 19? No, They're no. They're very serious about it? Yeah, you can't drink, but I, I couldn't drink because um, I wasn't 21, but I could gamble once we were, like, a certain distance off the coast. I was allowed to gamble in the casino. That's silly. Because it was 18 to gamble in the casino, so, hmm. um, yeah. Uh, so, I, I really feel like, though, for this, I should talk more about the cruises I've been on, you know, annually now, um, up until this year, so. Annually. The, <laughs> the decor of that cruise ship was on point. Really? We on a, yes. We went on a carnival cruise where, as one of my cruise mates aptly described it, it's like being inside a, the genie's lamp on in Aladdin. <laughs> <laughs> and that's exactly, it's like jewel, vibrant jewel tones everywhere and like patterns that kind of almost look like they're trying to be like damask or something, but like you're just a little like off. Um, it is the the size of the room's, Spot on, um, except that Maris's room is enormous. I've never seen a room like that. But we, granted, my friends and I always got the smallest rooms because you, you truly, Roz is right, you don't spend a lot of time in your room. You sleep there and you like shower and change clothes and that's it. Um, the bathroom is so small that, so Clark and I usually share a cabin on, on cruises. Clark and I cannot both be brushing our teeth at the same time. <laughs> you guys do that it, like, kind of like, no one can see this, but it's like spit, spit, spit. Like. <laughs> no, no, we can't stand next to each other. I, I would have to be sitting on the toilet while he did that. Like there is, like there's no way two people can be in the For the record, the if you guys time. were married, you would be doing that. <laughs> like, that's um, a, like, you would be like, oh, okay, let's get two things done at once. Well, yeah, but, well, and I, we probably did that at some point. Like, not actually, not going to the bathroom, but like, you know, yes. the, 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 the lid down and everything. Um, So, I mean, I don't know. I just, I, I don't even know where to start, but I will say the, like, D-list entertainment acts is also spot on. Um, what is your act if you're just a dancer? Like, do you just dance? There are shows every night. <laughs> so we, we often say that nothing beats the show on our very first cruise called Sequins and Feathers. And it was a, um, I mean, like Clark, like, like I will say it was probably, say it was one of the best moments of his life. It was a like tribute to divas, yet they would come out and sing like approximations Was it drag or was it? No, no, okay, it, okay. It was, no, it was, it was women and like. And like some, like some of the male performers will come out and sing duets with them. I hope everyone enjoys that I'm charading this for you right now. Well, the um, thing is, so Laurel, when she records these things, she she sits with her uh, her computer on, on her lap. So she's doing big arms and stuff. But what she doesn't realize is also the camera is like going. <laughs> it's like Whoa! like it's it's it's, it's, it's like yes. Blair Witch. Yeah, a little bit. It's not that it's, it's more because she's doing these big numbers. It's very smooth and nice. However, it is kind of like it feels like anytime it does feel like one of those 1930s I don't know what to call them, but those old like numbers where they're all going down the stairs and it's like the camera goes through them and all the women like jump into the pool. Do you know what I'm talking about with the feathers? Yes, yes. That's what it looks yes. like with the thing moving. <laughs> I mean, I'm, it's that's not actually an accurate description of a show like Sequence right. and Feathers. But what I remember Sequence most and about, Feathers. That's the <laughs> title of this episode. There's no question. What I remember most about Sequence and Feathers, other than that there were a lot of sequins and feathers, was that um, they sang like the knockoff versions of songs. So like someone would come out like, like singing. Bop? <laughs> kind of, but it would, someone would come out singing like Mariah Carey's Always Be My Baby. And it would be like... You'll always be my number one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so you would be like, I'm going to sing along. I'm going to sing along. Oh, wait, what? No. So, I don't know this. So I, I don't mean to deter you, but in a similar vein, last night, Tara and I went to a, like, 
it was supposed to be a beer tasting, but it was beer, mead, cider, and like hard uh, seltzer. It was just whatever. And it was Star Wars themed. And we were like, this will be fun. It's all tracks. It's all tracks. <laughs> it, well, yeah, but it was, you should see the stuff on Facebook. But it was so much fun because there were so many people there who were dressed not like in Star Wars. There were a few people they brought in in full costume. You could take pictures with them. But everybody mm-hmm. else had like, like one woman had this like brown kind of shawl. Uh, thing that you know she could wear normally and then she put Yoda ears on so she looked like Yoda oh that, that's great it, I'm like this is how it's my type of costume right this is what I want to do for my 40th because I love the idea of having a co- thing where everyone's not like I'm trying to dress up but they're also like it's like a themed attire you know mm-hmm. anyway mm-hmm. there was a band there and they were you could tell they were just a cover band they hired because they tried to play like the Star Wars theme before they started and they hadn't practiced you could tell <laughs> But then, but then, so they're all wearing like the main, the singer has like a Kylo Ren mask, and the drummer's got like a C three PO mask, and it's all just dumb stuff like that. And then they just started like changing the words to their song to have like Star Wars words, like they did Faith by uh, what's George, it? Michael. George Michael, but they did like the Force, like gotta have Force, 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 and it was just like he was just like they did it one time, and the whole crowd was like, yay! And they're like, we can keep doing this, uh, and they kept trying to like come up with other stuff, like. Instead of baby, and he saw they had baby, they changed it to Ray from the new movies, and it was just so stupid. And we were all like, but of course we were all eating it up. We're like, yay, I've had a whole bunch of free cider, hooray! <laughs> Tara had on, like, the buns, but anyway. you can. Ch- I mean, you you know that they make, that not make, they have those Star, they have Star Wars themed cruises. Um, that could be a little too much, though. My, okay, so they, there's a wrestling cruise that just happened and Tara's was was drunk when I was like we should like a bunch of people were like we should do that Ryan you'll love it and I'm like I want you to all think about this I love wrestling I get it do you want to be stuck at sea with these people for yes. days like that's the thing I un ironically love Limp Biscuit. I know Limp Biscuit is a terrible band but I like them there was a Limp Biscuit cruise and everyone's like do you want to go I'm like absolutely not I do not no. want to be out and sea because if something goes wrong, that is the pool of people I have to draw from for a emergency situation. And I don't trust anybody who does that. I don't want to go on a cruise where I feel like I'm the number one, like most reliable person should things go bad. That That's fair. I think, I think a more general cruise, like non-theme mm-hmm. cruise would be best for you. Um, t- to get back a little bit to cruise entertainment. Um, <laughs> cruise entertainment. There is... You- there is yes, cruise entertainment. There is usually a magician of some sort. There's usually a stand-up comedian. Um, on the last cruise, Tara, book our so, trip now. A year ago, I was gonna say it sounds not like everything y'all enjoyed in Vegas. <laughs> um, on our last cruise a year ago, it was just me and Clark on the cruise, and there was a guy who sang like uh, he, yeah, he sounded all like Frankie Valley and kind of sang some greatest hits and kind of told some stories in between and everything, um, and. Clark went, they usually have some sort of big game show type thing. Like, they'll have kind of like the newlywed game. and um, With, like, people on the... Yeah, yeah, they'll put people up from the audience. Oh, hell yeah. Tara and I would kill in that. People are annoyed at how similar we are. They they have a lot of things like that. They have bingo, which Clark and I love and are super into. And last year won $1,000 at. Whoa! So, um... Tara hates know. bingo because she's called it so many times for old people and they're like, go slow! Like, like they're mean. <laughs> You're okay, too so fast! I, Louder! She would no! Like, she would like cruise bingo because it's all... They put the numbers up on a screen, so the number goes up in very large, like, takes up the entire big screen of, like, you know... B seventy one yes. and like yeah she, so there there's none of this what if we wanted to latch onto your cruise group is that like a no 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 or oh no so I'm so glad you asked um last year we decided to open it up to more people <laughs> we so what what we did is you Clark had and I picked <laughs> you had pledge rush. <laughs> We, we picked a cruise we picked the dates we um and we like sent it out to everybody and we're like. Sent out to everybody who'd ever kind of expressed a, hey, y'all look like you'd be fun to go on a cruise with. Um, no one else came. Really? <laughs> so it was just me and Clark. See, that'd be a cool um, way to do it because I, it does, I feel like something we should try by jumping on with someone and not trying to. Yes. And um, not not to brag, but Clark and I are the best people to go on your first cruise with because we embrace a cruise. Like one of my favorite things is every night when you get back to your cabin after they've done turn down service and made an animal out of a towel, like like a balloon oh. animal, a towel animal. Oh, do you th- uh, we, listen, we've done 
uh, we did sandals in Jamaica. I know what a okay. A so, but, but next to that, is. next to that is the cruise compass, which is the schedule of events for the next day. And I, it's pure glee for me. I take it. I highlight things. <laughs> I carry it around with me. Um, Laurel, so, I'm laughing, but I hope you understand. Like, this makes me so happy how happy you are at this cruise talk. When I knew this was a cruise episode, I was immediately like, I cannot wait to record this episode. I want to hear what Laurel has to say. Well, I um, last year I played Harry Potter trivia um, on the cruise. Oh, I was, how'd you do? I, was, I won! No kidding. Did you win money too, or was it just... No, I, I won a baseball cap. As a matter of fact, I, I won two baseball caps, and... I played by myself. Was it I a was cruise baseball cap or a yeah, Harry yeah, Potter? Yeah, no, it had, it had the Royal Caribbean logo oh, on it. Oh, I hoped it was a Harry Potter baseball no, cap. No, but what was funny is... I wanted you to I go was, dig it out right now and show me. I was the only person who was on a team of one. Um, and what was your... I, I, I barely won. Like, I won by one point. So it was, I mean, I, I had some formidable opponents. And you had no one was, to high five? Oh, I, I was proud more that I alone, like, <laughs> beat all those teams. What, uh, did you have a name I, for your team? No, no, you did, they didn't ask for that. Um, it was just like table yeah. three or whatever. I, I think I was just like... Laurel. <laughs> L- Laurel. <laughs> I would love if your, your trivia name was like, no one wanted to do Harry Potter trivia with me. Well, I mean, I was only with Clark, and Clark definitely didn't want to do Harry Potter trivia. But last year, so a nice thing about cruises is that you often end up making friends with another group of people on a cruise. And we ended up, because I lived in D.C. at the time, we made friends with a group of guys and a few of their wives who were there um, from, like, Rockville, Maryland kind of mm-hmm. area. Um, and they all go on a cruise, like, every year, too. But they've gone on, like, 12. And so at one point, Clark is like, oh, I'm off to go, like do this or whatever. And I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to play Harry, Tra- Harry Potter trivia and then I have a spa treatment. And they were all just like, you all do cruises so well. <laughs> and they were just like really impressed with So us. how many do you think you guys have done if, if 12 is a little number to you? No, no, 12, 12's a lot to me. Oh, but they were saying you did it so well. I'm I'm confused. Like, are... so no, I'm saying these are very seasoned cruisers oh, who were in awe I see. of this, us. This story is is you getting the rub from the veteran. I see. Yes, <laughs> them just being like because they were like we feel like all we do is like which is totally fine. Sit at the pool all day and drink the free booze, which isn't free. You've bought a package ahead of time. Right, but right, still right, like, right, 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 yeah. But you know what? Your goal should always be the cruise line should lose money on you buying that unlimited I, drink package. I think at one point we were thinking of doing an Alaska cruise and we were looking at all that and how it's like you can do it. It's this much without the booze pack and both of us are like well no 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 <laughs> so my here's my thing with a 10-day cruise i don't know if i would do the unlimited package because i think it's like by day three or four i'd be like oh i just like don't want that's loser talk to me um because i only go on like four and five day cruises this is this uh, is the talk of someone who bailed early at the gin bar is all i'm saying bailed <laughs> i had been drinking since 5 30 <laughs> I'm sorry, how late were y'all at the gin bar? Well, if you qualify going back to the room and running back to the gin bar to get more drinks about 2 a.m. <laughs> I mean, first of all, I'm impressed because y'all apparently went hard Friday night as well. Yes. So um, no wonder you didn't notice my email with the last episode. <laughs> big big ups. Yeah, yeah. Big ups to the gin bar in uh, on East 6th Street uh, above Lefties. If you guys are down there, give it a check and say hello to Madeline, the bartender. I don't know why I said that like a strip. Like, Madeline on stage three. I don't know why <laughs> well, I said that. Like say, say hello to Madeline, but don't tell her Ryan sent you because she Here's hates the thing. Ryan. She was she so sweet to me when it was just me and her talking. And the second any of you stepped up, she goes, get her. Like, she like immediately <laughs> fell in like... Did not miss a beat. It was like, get out of here. And I was like, we were talking. We were speaking so nicely to each other just a moment ago. Yeah, she and I shook hands. I was like, you know, I have friends coming into town. And I'd like, we'd, I want to make sure we do E6. We'll definitely come back here. Mm-hmm. So we were having a nice little, nice little chat. Um, also, yeah, you know what? Maybe maybe I just can't hang like I used to. So. <laughs> can't hang with this almost 40-year-old. Yeah. Yeah. So wait, is your 40th birthday this year? Next year. Okay, this so year's 39. Yes. Okay. Okay. Because so I was going to be like, do I need to start coming up with like a costume or something? And guys, the, the night we are referring to is Tara, Tara's. Tara, Tara's wife, Ryan's wife, Tara, planned a like great like bar call for her birthday. Yeah. She did really super good. Super fun. So she, she's like, we're going to do this. And, and it was really funny because two things that were great about the trip. And then I swear to God, we'll talk Fraser sometime. Um, one was the problem, guys. We haven't talked in a week, like at all. So it's like <laughs> let's catch up on our lives. So the two best parts, Laurel related, were one. Tara kept saying, "Well, what do you guys want to do next?" Because Tara is very like 
accommodating of other people and everyone's like it's your dis-. like Laurel was like honey your birthday <laughs> like it's your birthday stop asking don't think me. I said honey honey but... honey sweetie honey I don't know why you got like that anyway we'll cut that part out Laurel said Tara it's your birthday you you make the decision and the other thing is we went to some place where they it was like you got a big punch bowl you'd spend like you get a punch bowl of, of like rum punch for the table, and they have. And, and when I say punch bowl, it is a, like it yeah. is it is a true punch bowl. You'd see it like a baby shower. And then you so. get these. Little, we kept joking about the cups. Everyone went. These yes. look like the cups my my grandmother has. Mm-hmm. And then uh, there was a huge ice cube in the middle that was almost perfectly clear, and Laurel could not get over it. She was like, "Look at this ice cube! Look at it!" <laughs> That's not how you sound. I don't know. I'm sorry. Lord. But I think that when your two friends who showed up late d- got there and they're like, oh, is this punch? And I was like, but look at the ice cube! Yeah, I started yelling at poor Molly and Jordan. Hi, I'm Laurel. Look at the ice cube! Well, and, and the problem is, is that I realized only Jason and Jane were part of the conversation at the previous bar where <laughs> Jane had gotten a drink. Maybe it was an old-fashioned. They just had an enormous, big, beautiful, clear ice cube in it. And yes. I was like, that ice cube is like amazing like I'm so like I was just all about like how impressed I am by big ice cubes I know I impress easily um and so then when we went to this next place and it was just an even bigger ice cube I was like oh my god <laughs> um but I am gonna start my side hustle ice ice baby where I just <laughs> where you just sell, make cl- yeah just make clear ice big clear ice cubes <laughs> all right so real quick just because we're 30 minutes in this episode uh Fra- uh Ross convinces Fraser to go on a cruise as part of the entertainment uh, Frazier brings uh, Niles because he's feeling bad about uh, some issues he's having with Maris. Uh, they both, dis- uh, both uh, Frazier and uh, Martin decide to invite Maris. She shows up while some uh, horny woman is hitting on Niles. Hilarity ensues. That's the episode. Thanks for listening to the show where we talk about Fraser not a lot. Um, I, but wait, I, I took I took a whole page of notes. I on know, this, but let's go quick because I do have a couple of notes. Um, so one thing I thought this show was shot so weirdly. The the part where they all sneak into Maris's cabin to talk to her and they end up hiding in her shower. The close ups and stuff on people were so weird. Yeah. I was just like, it was almost like they realized some of the shots they originally took didn't work, and then they just reshot those at a later time. Yeah, there was uh, there was some weird stuff, and there was almost like they didn't build a set. It was like because it was obviously a set, but like sometimes in the room they got those close ups, and I was like, did you not build this set out? What's going on? I don't understand. Do you know what I mean? Like you're in like like in the office, they had just an office, so there's close shots in there because that's what they had to work with. This I don't know. Yeah. Um, speaking of The Office, per your recommendation last episode, I've started listening to Office Ladies, and what a joy mm-hmm. it's great. that podcast is. Um, anyway, uh, okay, I mean, I have some, I, I don't know, I have so many notes! Um, I, I had a couple, in, one note I wrote about, I forgot the guy's name, but the, the, the flamenco dancer or whatever. Uh, the, the Barracuda? Yes, I don't know if this is something, if this is a term we can use on the, on our, our PG show, but I have a note that literally says... This guy is a walking hard on. <laughs> like, he was just so like, hello. I was like, all right, back up. <laughs> also, like, I, I feel like I could Ron... tell how he smelled just by the way he was acting. Just like. I, I like that he's like, uh, like, that, that even Roz was like, oh, and I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I there, um, there's a scene where I forgot what was happening. I think it's with the second time Niles gets water thrown in his face, and Roz laughs. And in Roz the is like trying not to laugh, but then I think she tries to make it part of the scene. But it's just because Fraser's just like <laughs> doing this like gasp face. I thought that was so funny. I feel like maybe they didn't notice when they shot that that she laughed <laughs> yeah. in the background. Um, I like that they called it the the boat the USS has been. Yes, I thought that was funny. I like you booked me on a floating gong show. <laughs> Um, when when Roz says she can't believe that that's Maris who wears all black on a cruise, and <laughs> Fraser says she has no pigment, three minutes in the sun, and she'd sear like an eye to Yes, that was a good one. Um, oh. I did write that the she started without me was a pretty body joke for Fraser. I agree. <laughs> like when they all went like, "Oh," I was like, "Wait, are they? What are they? Are, yeah, are they? Are they implying? But I think they're implying." It was a lot. Uh, it is 98. We're starting to get into the hard, like, I feel like the the late 90s, early 
2000s were very much like shock culture, but for Fraser, that's still kind of out there. Uh, one note, and this is more for my cruising friends, um, or as you like me to say, my cruising gang. Um, yeah. We, uh, the first uh, cruise we took back in 2017 all together was on the uh, Empress of the Seas of Royal Caribbean. And so there this was is... a sign. There's a sign that said Empress on one of the tables. And I was like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> um, Do you, like, so you've only been doing this for a few years. Yes, I've only been yeah, we've only been doing cruises three for three years. The gang do you guys do you guys plan on getting like a patch or like 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 pink ladies type jackets or something? Um, we like that? we do have swag that we um What is that it? We us- that we usually wear. Um Clark is gonna be mad about this, but our first He's not year, listening. He got he got us all matching big flowery Hawaiian visors that oh, were like yeah. kinda kind of made out of foam and have those like telephone cord things that go around your head or whatever. In, I moved apartments that year, and I purged it in the move, and I don't think Clark has ever forgiven me. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I know. Um, I mean, I, we have, like, lanyards and stuff. I mean, Clark and I now both have baseball caps because he won one the first year we took a cruise. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, we, we've collected things over the over, – but, but the main thing is – But you haven't made have, anything to bring no, up. No. But we, we update our hashtags every year that we use on Instagram. Listen, so there's nothing the, – the I... first. Go ahead, sorry. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, the, the first year, we one of our hashtags was double pita because we went to a restaurant beforehand and we ordered double pita with our like hummus because they never give you enough. And so the next year, our hashtag was triple pita. <laughs> We're hilarious, I know. Big, big pita, pita party going on. <laughs> I'm just telling you, I like, I love, there's nothing I love better than, I have so many like custom shirts for events that everyone else involved in the event went, we don't need a shirt for this. And I'm like, I'll just save it just in case you guys change your mind on customink.com. You know what? When you and Tara join the cruise, that will be your contribution. We, you can design, like, honestly, what I would love is a big, like, man's, like, muscle tank that I can wear as, like, a swim cover-up. Okay. And then men can actually Okay, wear. okay, we'll talk. Um, okay. I like this. Tara and I, for our honeymoon, we made specific shirts that were, like, uh, the Jenkins honeymoon just married because I was like, people will see this and they'll upgrade us to first class. Hey, when you're flying to Jamaica and everyone on that flight is on their honeymoon, yeah. no one cares. So we just look like the most. We're on that bus with all the other newlyweds and we're like, hey, we're married. Like we look like the biggest dorks in our uh, matching shirts. Yeah. Anyway, um, um, should we? Uh, sh- I mean, I have a few other like funny things, but nothing that's like super notable. So I mean, just I, I know we. I feel like the listeners don't really have an idea about this episode. I liked it. I thought it was pretty funny. I liked it like, a lot. Yeah, I don't know that I liked it a lot. It was pretty good, but I'm almost willing to give it an extra point just because I'm so excited that it 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 spurred all this cruise talk. I was very excited to have to, to talk with you. Oh about my this. gosh! You know what we need to do? What's that? We need to host a cru- like have all the craniacs. The craniacs cruise. Yes. All all one. 100 and possibly 101 if Jason is listening or 102 if, if Clark is listening. Yes. Yeah, we would get that would get a, that's the way to get Clark into the Craniacs fold. Let's just plan a cruise around it. The and, and you and I can we can like host live episodes and people can like, you know, attend. I I love the idea that we couldn't get like Kelsey Graham or anybody so we have like the woman who played like BB or somebody who's giving like uh, we wouldn't be able to get her. She's like a, a, a very well known stage actress. Oh, okay. Who we get? we'll get the guy who was the Trekkie who works in the, the radio. With oh, him. we could definitely get him. Glenn? I think what was his name? Uh, Noel. 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 Um, I think we could also probably get um the guy who plays Gil Chesterton. Oh um. he does a lot of voice acting I've seen oh. lately. So I mean yeah. I, I think a cruise would be a good thing for him because again it's voice actors like being voice actors because they get to show up in their underwear and not really yes. do much. So if we're like, you're gonna be on a cruise and then one day you come and everyone talks about how much they loved you on the show. Yeah. And he'd be like, yeah. Oh yes, let's do this. <laughs> that was my Gil Chesterton. We'll delete that. Um, um okay, so if I were to rate the episode, mm-hmm. um I I gosh, you know, I'm gonna surprise myself. It's probably just because I love cruises so much that I'm giving this one a little bit higher rate. I am gonna give this um, you know, eight mm. buffet eight buffets. I'm gonna give it seven, and I know this wasn't in the episode, but I think it pertains to what we've talked about. I'm gonna give it seven trivia prize hats. <laughs> Which wasn't yeah. part of the Frasier episode, but I just love how excited you were about winning that hat in the Harry Potter trivia. You know, um, I, I will, I guys, I will, I will post the answer sheet to Harry Potter trivia. Oh my god, do you Potter still have it? 
I do. It's, it's in my keepsake. I, I would love it if you went, I do. And then you reach off, <laughs> like, frame to the wall and obviously lift something off the wall. It's a frame. It's, yeah, it's just right there. So, so part of the reason I saved it is because friends of mine who, like, also like Harry Potter wanted to know what the questions were. So I can, like, kind of figure it out by what my answers were. Um, so anyway. Yeah. Um, okay. The next episode is My Fair Frasier. Mm-hmm. And l- let's see what the old Hulu. I think, oh, crap. I think I closed out of Hulu. Oh, no, I didn't. Okay. Uh, Frasier falls for a high-powered lawyer whose successful career and take-charge attitude turns Frasier into a wimp. I didn't like this episode. I think that's probably obvious because I know I talk about gender roles a lot on this, and this is all about falling into gender roles. Uh, I wa- So the difference between these two episodes is I watched both of these two days ago, which is usually mm-hmm. further from recording than I like to do because as I do write notes, but I forget. I can almost look at every single note I wrote about uh, the Voyage of the Damned and remember, oh, I know what I'm talking about here. Here, I don't quite remember everything about this. Um, The face she gave after the glow. (laughs) Oh, when... (laughs) Do you want to play this game where I'll just go through what I wrote? (laughs) It's because Frasier, Roz talks about how she went on a bad date the night before because she told the guy who tried to order wine that she was pregnant. And he's like, and Frasier, rightfully so, says, isn't that something you should have mentioned before the date? And she said, well, I kind of thought my, like, glow would do the talking. And he's like, your glow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) She was, that's another thing. It's not only was this about, um... This, this was this, this whole episode was about gender roles and like who's the man and who's the woman but it was also like let's make fun of a pregnant woman's hormones and how women be crazy and it was like <laughs> like I just hate stuff like that it's so, so lazy I mean I will say I like I went through a baby boom last year that 11 of my friends had had children and like they they themselves would talk about like not necessarily the hormones like you know going up and down crying and then laughing or anything like that but they talked about really how like how much less patience they had with everything when they were pregnant i mean okay there's there's also like yes uh hormones are a thing that happen and women kind of going all over the place but like the whole like <laughs> like that's like like that I mean and it's nineteen ninety eight, so it maybe wasn't quite as lazy writing then. But going back and watching it's like, okay, yeah, we've seen this. Like women yeah. are nuts. Like, it's it's a trope. Yeah. That you think Fraser's a little bit better then. Um I do have to say though, that purse was so stupid that he bought Roz. Like and she's like, No, it's not the purse though, I do hate it. I yeah. was like, Yeah. I was like, that's the most impractical and also honestly such a personal like gift. Like, for example, has anyone ever bought you a wallet as a present? Yes, I have asked. I, but I also say, okay. it's also my wife. And I say, yes. man, I could really use a new wallet. And and she probably knows like what you want in a wallet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so for example, I bought an ex-boyfriend of mine a wallet. And I remember my work husband at the time was like, that's a really personal gift to get a guy. Like guys are just, he's like, we can just be really particular about like what we want in a wallet. And like all, you know, just things like that. So he was like, it would be like, him trying to buy you the purse you're going to carry every mm-hmm. day. And I was like, oh, no. So anyway, I think you like the wallet. So I think whatever, I bought but. I bought Tara a wallet one time. But it's also, my thing is, we go... But you also know her. Like, yes. you're, you're married yeah, to yeah, her. Yeah. But we also, I, I have a joke where she'll say she really wants something. I'm like, hmm, that's interesting. I like pull out my phone. I'm like, it's that here. This is the one it is. Next time she needs a gift, oh, yeah. come out and do yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Like, I try and do that. Um, I, I have bought some jewelry. I'm very, this is me bragging on myself a little bit. I have bought jewelry that she hasn't asked for. She just said, I want jewelry. However, at our last, at her birthday, she went, I want jewelry. And I'm like, okay. And I started asking her questions like, do you want this? What's your ring size mm-hmm. off the top of your head? Well, she's like, I don't know. And I'm like, well, I, one of us needs to know that. Um, and then the other, like, she's like, I want this. But then at the end of the day, she just sent me a thing. Goes, remember when we went here and we saw this? You should get me that. And I'm like, got it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's, but again, this is y'all buying stuff for your right, spouses. Right, right. And I know that Fraser and Roz are very good friends and very close, but I was just like, that purse is, it's, it was, I was just like, this is such a stupid gift. Yeah. This is such a stupid now, gift. Now, it's funny so. because I think I understand it's a stupid gift, but when I saw it, like, like, as, as, and again, I just made a, th- upset about gender roles but I was about to say as the man here in this situation but let's just say as someone who doesn't know a lot about purses I went oh okay a purse like next like I didn't like fixate on that and then when she goes this is awful I hate it I'm like oh I guess it's a bad purse okay well also like it's just really impractical that's a purse you would carry on a night out which Roz is about to have a baby how many nights out is she gonna be like like how much I mean I'm just gonna use this purse 
Um, do you want to do you want to try the next <laughs> Ryan note and see if you can guess? Yes, this one's a, this one's a little easier. I know what this one's about. This this woman is breathing in so much. I don't know what that's referring. When to. She, when Sam was that her name? Sam Samantha. Yes. yes when Sam. she which again they give her a name that you can masculinize or whatever you can make mm-hmm. into more of a man name. Ugh. They go. Um, She's like, hello, we have to get this. And she's just breathing in. Like, oh, I did not it, notice that. It really bothered me. It, I, sometimes I get fixated on it on podcasts, and I worry that I do it too much. But And now I'm going to start thinking about it, and I'm gonna, my breathing's going to be all off. I don't know what you mean, Ryan. <laughs> just... there's, a, there's a really funny, again, this is a wrestling thing, but there's a th- funny uh, YouTube thing that people do where they take wrestlers doing promos, and they cut out everything except for them breathing in for the next lines. <laughs> so it's like Randy Macho Man Sa- Savage looking like he's hyperventilating. He's like... <laughs> <laughs> like doing like that. <laughs> it's so funny. Listeners, I'm really sorry you didn't get to see Ryan's face during this. <laughs> oh, man. Sorry. Um, a, a note I had about Sam when we first meet her, because I, rem- I remembered this episode and her character when I saw her, even before she like really entered the scene, was I was like, girlfriend, that skirt is about five to six inches shorter than it should be. It was like halfway down her thigh. And I'm like, if you're a high-powered lawyer... You are not wearing, and in your 40s, you are not wearing skirts that short. Um, okay, um, I've got another note if we want to do that. Okay. Stop at a medieval restaurant? Yeah, so they were, uh, <laughs> Fraser had to cancel plans that he had with Niles and Martin to go to a boat show, and Martin and Niles was like, come on, we said if ever we're doing dad things, we're doing it together, um, so like we both have to suffer. And so anyway... Fraser has Daphne take his place and Niles is like fine I see what you did and so Martin's like okay let's go if we hurry we can stop at that medieval restaurant isn't medieval restaurants like medieval times dinner and a show there's not like a medieval restaurant you can pop in is there I don't know what offerings the Northwest has (laughs) Northwest has in terms of medieval restaurants they've got a quick service Um, version of medieval times I I, I would love it if there was just a stand where you could get like a uh, like a mug of beer and a turkey, turkey leg, leg and that's that was a like a medieval idea. restaurant um <laughs> i can see that being a that hit. sounds uh, like you know what that sounds like that should be called white castle <laughs> but that's not what oh, it is that's a great point white yeah, castle should you... serve flagons of mead do what white... i've never been to a white castle you're okay you should stop by and have one if you ever see one like at vegas or whatever but you're okay yeah, yeah i don't know that i've really ever seen one. anyway um i had a problem with larry king um who also makes a cameo in this oh that's episode. right because we, I wrote somewhere we have, we've stopped doing voice cameos. Yeah, like he yeah, does something. I, I, he says something, just hangs up on somebody. Yeah, I don't think we've had a caller at all this yeah. season. Um, but when Larry King is interviewing Sam, which is how Fraser finds out that she is not intimidated by his celebrity, she's a celebrity in her own right. Um, and he's like, "You dated a lot of high profile men. Do you think that keeps juries from taking you seriously?" And I was like, "Would you ask that question of a man, Larry King?" No, I was. So mad. Yeah. I know it's 1998, and I get that it had it played along to the whole plot of the episode. But I was like just offended for my gender. Here's the thing, and I I, I do 100% believe in in a relationship. People take roles, and sometimes those roles, for lack of a better term, can be defined as masculine or feminine. But I do, I think that's how we've named them, and sometimes it's like the number one. Like when we talk about it, sometimes in in Terranized relationship, it's player one versus player two. And sometimes mm-hmm. she's the player one and she's taking charge. Some And I take a backseat. And it's sometimes the same things. Like, sometimes we have to, like, before we go into social situations, discuss, like, okay, now I'm going to be the one who does this and blah, blah, blah. It's not, like, that mapped out sometimes. But, like, I don't know. We talk about the sort of thing. But, I mean, don't you feel that sometimes in your relationship that, like, you can be the man or they can be the man. And sometimes it's fine for a relationship where it's a man and a woman and the and the. The, the, the woman is always player one and the man is typically player two. There's, it's stupid and it makes me mad that they talk about it in this episode and they give it to a woman with short hair because heaven forbid a woman being masculine also look feminine. Boo Frazier. Boo Frazier this episode. Maybe that's why they had her skirts be so short to compensate for the fact that, you know, she had, although I liked her hairstyle. I thought it was a very appropriate hairstyle. And I think we shouldn't look past the point that Frazier is once again dating somebody who was age appropriate for him. And it is believable Mm -hmm. that she would be interested in him. So I was pleased about that. I didn't like the 
excuses that Fraser seemed to always be making. Like, a guy can be a good cook and can enjoy cooking without having to be like, oh, this is the only thing I know how to make. And it's because I went to soft camp once when I was younger. Like, I... The and soft I think camp that, joke was a little funny because there's no I, I, soft I thought, camp. Yes. I would go to soft camp if I, there was a soft I thought, camp. I thought the same thing. I was like, ooh, can I be a saucier? Um, <laughs> but anyway, I, I just... I was... Again, this just showed how late 90s it was where it's like men were supposed to only microwave things or get takeout. And... Like, now it's like, no, like, people can cook, which is good because I don't enjoy cooking. So I'm mm. going to have to have somebody who cooks for me or we are, you know, I don't know, eating chili every night, which also sounds great. But um, <laughs> your place is going to smell awful. It's going to smell like a lot of cumin. It's just going to clear out the sinuses. Oh, I'm not talking about before the chili's eaten. Gross. <laughs> It's worth it for the face. Um, also, guys, last week, Frasier, Ryan got to experience in person the face I make when he talks about wrestling. Oh, no, it wasn't just the face. It was like any, if we had talked about it for three more minutes, you would have like met, put yourself in a medically induced coma. You just like look. And, and it's interesting because when you do it and you're on a computer, I imagine there's something you're looking at. no. <laughs> She looks at just the corner of the thing because at Tara's thing, we have friends. I have friends who are uh, wrestling fans, and she was just like staring off into the middle distance. I was, no, I was looking at that Christmas tree that they still had up in the bar that was changing colors. I was oh, looking okay. at that. You were finding the most lava lamp esque thing you could find <laughs> to occupy your time. Yes. Oh my god! But Ryan just glances at me and like bursts out laughing. I realized my whole body was sunk. Like, yes, my yes. shoulders. Your shoulders. Are, it looks like it looks like those commercials where it's like she smoked pot once and now she's part of the couch. Like you know what I'm talking about? And actually, you know what it reminded me of? Like thinking back, the way I've described it is those commercials for antidepressants, where it's like before they get on the antidepressants, yes. and the person's like walking around with a cloud over them, and they're. But just you like, didn't even look sad. You looked. It looked like. No, but I'm talking about my posture. Though it was like yes. that. Where I know what you looked like, and I don't know if you're going to relate to this, but do you ever read or see the miniseries The Stand by Stephen King? No. There's a character who's. It's a very bad representation of a mentally. Uh, um deficient person but their whole thing is they will go into a trance to understand something and they'll they'll like like they'll lose everything to 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 focus all their thing on just mental capacity and they'll they're like trying to understand something they go and it's like all of their soul is just sucked from their body so they can concentrate on this and then because they come alive it's like that's what it was it was like it was like hey who do you think is going to win the royal rumble this weekend and then it was like uh laurel have you seen uh parasite hey everybody here's the thing i like about that movie but if anything it was almost like i entered into like you said a trance a meditative state i was so well rested after however long it was able to talk about wrestling i was like i got my second win yeah yeah exactly you're like i'm ready to go guys Um, I've got one more note. We're, we're going long on this one. So I wanted to do one more note I have that I don't know what it's about. I don't get the Helena Bottom Carter joke about the horse. Oh, I don't either. So Daphne talks about um, that uh, she dated, Frazier's like dating a high profile person. She said she dated a guy who previously had dated a bunch of actresses and then he went slumming and dated her. And then he Which, broke up with her. excuse me. To... Just she, Daphne's words. So like, I'm just saying she's basically. wonderful. Oh, no, I know. Like, I'm, I'm, the guy is, like, a piece of crap. But then she says that then he went back to dating actresses after he dumped her. And she said, but at least I got a picture of Helena Bonham Carter. She's riding a pony. And I wrote this down with a question mark. Like, I don't know what that's in reference to. Or if we're supposed to understand, like, some joke there. I, I don't. I'm, look, I'm looking up something. Oh. There's nothing about a horse in this. <laughs> it, it looked like you were just staring at me it, in disbelief. It, it looked like you, I was you talking, hearing about wrestling. <laughs> Um, no, I don't see anything. Just a quick. There's like pictures of Helen the Bottom Carter on a horse. I don't know. It's from one of our from what is it? it's a 1987 movie something the hearts. I can't. Let me. I'm a hazard of in, hearts. I don't know. It's. I don't. I don't know what this is. Yeah, I don't get it. Um, one thing that I wrote down is when Fraser is at the get together with all of the and hanging with all the wives of the partners at Sam's firm, the dresses they were wearing are so nineteen like late nineteen nineties. It was an amazing oh, like really? time capsule of like ladies' cocktail fashion. Um, I did like the part, like 
the humor I find that's funny in these gender roles thing is him going, I don't want to be the woman. And then it turns out he does want to be the woman. Like he wants, like, he's like, I'm not, so he's like, Oh, a car, a Cartier gift. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I find that funny of him. Like, Kind of easily, coming around to it at the end. Easily placated with gifts. Right. I mean, that's his love language. And I did love the end where he comes out and he's and, she, and someone said, what time is it? He's like, time you say. And they're all like, ooh. ooh. And they gather around him. I thought that that was probably the only joke I thought really landed for me. So are we do we, are we good? Are we ready to, to rate this one? I, I'm ready to rate this episode. I never, I've never dated anybody high profile. So I can't, you know, really, you know, talk about talk about that i mean ldc and i never dated <laughs> tried all right tried, well i'm so. i'm i i hated it i did not like this episode i got okay, bored okay. i the more i thought about it i didn't like the message they were sending there was one good joke at the end so for that i am giving it two sh- pixie haircuts it is my least favorite fraser so far two? wow it's not a one because it's not like but if you're watching this show skip this one there's no reason not to skip this one Hey, um, so I am not that uh, antagonistic towards that. I, I guess I'm just more of a feminist than you are, is what it boils down to, Laurel. <sighs> <laughs> um, I, I, I'm going to give this um, five stupid purses. <laughs> well, yeah. okay. If, 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 I mean, if, if, if you like me... Oh, guys, we forgot to talk about... We'll go right into this real quick. We have, oh. uh, we have mail. Oh, I was going to talk about how to reach us, which of course is at craniacs at gmail.com, C-R-A-N-E-I-A-C-S, craniacs on Twitter, at craniacs on Twitter, follow us on the Facebook group, where of course give us the five star reviews, but we'll go into that in a second. Um, we have a, an Uncle Gary letter. We need like a mute, like here. Guys, we have an Uncle Gary letter! Did you hear that? amazing. <laughs> I heard it, Yes. Oh, I did another one. That was on other side. <laughs> I hate when that happens. Um, hello, Craniacs. I refuse to listen to the Crown pro- uh, podcast until they rename it the Crowniacs, which is mwah, it's beautiful. Uh. The, the best Bond film is Death Doesn't Die Until It's Dead. Okay, I made that up. <laughs> By the way, heck with Lady Gaga doing the Bond song. Let's get Lady Gaga to be the next Bond. Now, have you heard this recent update they talked about? That Billie Eilish is doing the Bond song? Yes, but also uh, Barbara Broccoli, who's in charge of the Bond, like, produces all the Bond. Yes, her last name's Broccoli. (laughs) Produces all the Bond stuff. Um, She has come out and said that she thinks Bond could be any... She's she's ready, post-Daniel Craig, for Bond to be any ethnicity, any, you know, whatever. She thinks that's great. But she says she doesn't think Bond should be a woman because she goes, let's make new characters that are more she goes she 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 the way she said i don't have the exact quote is it felt like you were cramming a woman in a very masculine role and why not make a role that fits more with a woman that is more interesting for a woman to play that is like something that we can that that would do like if you made and i kind of agree if you made a woman bond it would just be look at this bond it's a woman and like everything bond does is not like interesting why not make a new one am i wrong you're giving me a face i can't believe i don't think i understand what you're saying but let's talk about it let's talk about it offline i'll find the quote guys and we will uh continue we'll talk about that on the thing we may just erase this part out anyway ryan if you bring up terminator dark fate episode 58 you must talk about it best terminator in years if Laurel hasn't seen it, I think we ax her for an episode and sub in Tara for Terminator Talk. Well, Tara and I will be starting a Terminator Talk podcast soon. Just you, me, and Gary. We'll get Gary on this and we'll talk it. It was really good. Uh, I feel a little bad throwing Laurel under the bus because, of course, I love her. But we are talking Terminator here. Uh, love. Yeah. What's that sound I hear? The bus is running me over. <laughs> Love the podcast. I'm so glad it will live on after Netflix is dead. Yes, Netflix. You drop Frasier and you are dead to me, <laughs> Uncle Gary. Uh, it's been a while since we had an Uncle Gary letter. It's good. We got to get Uncle Gary on the show sometime, I think. Uh, anyway. But Uncle uh, Gary, we love you. Come on the show. I know you're part of the reason that, some, that people would love to give us a five-star review. Yes, uh, but... If you don't want to give us a five-star review, a four-star or lower... Laurel, what's... I think I have an idea of what you... <laughs> would like for them to do this week uh i would i would like for them to harken back to 2006 oh, and 
watch a... Well, it's a movie. I'm not going to give it any sort of descriptor called X-Men The Last Stand, or as I call it in my mind, X-Men 3. I starring, wrote... <laughs> starring Fraser himself, Kelsey Grammer. Starring, uh, co-starring Fraser himself, Kelsey Grammer, as Hank McCoy, a.k.a. Beast. I realize in my notes I called it X-Men The Last Straw. <laughs> which, which <feels laughs> not a bad, that. not a bad title. Uh, anyway, why, you ask Laurel, are you asking me to watch this movie? Because Ryan and I will be guesting on the Editing Bay podcast as they discuss X-Men 3, The Last Stand, or The Last Straw, depending on how you feel about (laughs) it. Uh, So we are recording it this coming week. This is the last week of January we're going into, so it should be up, I assume, like the following week? Uh, Yeah, they they turn stuff around much faster than we do. It'll probably actually be out before you get this message. But, you know, podcasts are eternal. Go check it out. Um, yes. They're called the Editing Bay. I believe they're the at the Editing Bay on Twitter, and uh, you can find them on Facebook. This is how they they uh, um, advertise it on their podcast. Uh, put in the Editing Bay in Facebook. Look for the woman with the bleeding eyes. That's yes. who you're looking for. Um, they're a movie podcast. They're uh, I've known Joe for a bit. I haven't met uh, any, any of the other hosts, but. Um, just yeah if you like listening to movies it used to be bad movies now it's all kind of movies um i don't listen to every episode because joe has very differing opinions from me on some movies and i can't let sometimes i get angry and yell at him through my radio so it's great podcast though check it out and check out our episode yeah um and so with that uh we will catch you next week so um goodbye seattle i'm laurel i'm ryan and we're listening bye y'all Thank you.